Hello, welcome to Horrorcopia Podcast, where we bring you weekly movie reviews while discussing all things horror along the way. I'm Brian. I'm Heather. And we will be your hosts. This is episode number 47, being recorded Thursday, January 26, 2023, and today we're going to be discussing Green Room. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can email horrorcopiapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow and message us on Instagram at hcopia underscore podcast. New episodes drop every Monday and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Now, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And just a reminder, this podcast will feature spoilers. Heather, we have a lot to talk about, so uh, let's let's just jump right into things. Uh, Scream 6 official trailer just came out. You watched it? I did. I did. Okay. What'd you think? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it looks good. I I enjoyed the, the the fifth one. I didn't think it was like amazing, and I wasn't like, oh my god, oh, I can't wait for the next one. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna see it, and uh, it looks like it might actually be better than the last, the fifth one. There's a lot, yeah. It- the new cameo with um, Hayden Panettiere's character. Uh, I forget what the fucking name is. Uh, yeah, I know she was in the fourth one. She wasn't in the the fifth one. Yeah, I, I her did name you know- is like on the tip of my tongue, and I can't think of what it was in the movie. Anyways, <laughs> I guess did you, it was in her contract when she signed on to Scream Four that her character wouldn't die. Oh, okay, that's so that's cool. why like at the end of the movie it was kind of left open. Like I'm told, I haven't seen that one, but I mean that's uh, yeah. So that's. Why she is back? That's smart uh, on her behalf. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I I thought it. I, I'm truth be told, I'm not like super excited about it just because again I wasn't a big fan of the last one. I'm just kind of tired of the franchise, but it does look cool. It, it does. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say. I mean, it's a good trailer. I I will. I'll, I'm sure I'll see it, but I'm not gonna like rush out to see it. Oh yeah, I mean I'm I uh, I will try to go see it in the theater just because I feel like it'll be better to watch in the theater. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I do like the screen movies. I think they're all good. Some of them are obviously better than others, but yeah, they're they're definitely fun, and they did create like a a really like good genre. Or, I mean, at least uh, you know a lot of movies tried to kind of kind of spoof that or uh, you know uh, copy it basically. But mm-hmm. yeah, just uh, seeing seeing uh, uh, the ghost face. Uh, my uh, early hot take is that Nev Campbell is going to be one of these ghost faces because she's no, not in the she... movie. So I don't know. Oh well, yeah, she. I mean, she's not in the movie at all. So well, that's what I'm saying. She might be like a a secret one. I don't. Uh, who knows? But um, I like seeing that... ghost seeing ghost face with a shotgun was a little weird. Yeah. Huh? Also, I like the way they made his mask kind of like dirtied up and like vintage looking. That did look cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Um, it looks like, yeah, it's going to be kind of a wild one, just like the, the whole scene with Courtney. She's like, oh, it's a shrine, and there's, like, multiple. It looks like all of the past ghost face are, like, up against, you know, they, like, open this, like, gate or something. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I so saw it was, like, a vault. Mm-hmm. And then Dylan McDermott is in it, so that's kind of interesting. I like him. I do, too. Yeah. Uh, however, that's not Dylan, Dylan McDermott. That's Dermot Mulroney. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Whoops. Close. <laughs> yeah, they're basically... <laughs> They uh they came around uh came up around the same time so anyway yeah um yeah it does look pretty dope and like you said I I don't know if they I don't well they're they're doing the whole like oh it's in New York it's like all right <laughs> oh like, I know it's like New York new rules it's like all right I mean it's still you know I assume it he still kills the same way in New York but right uh, yeah when they yeah. like made a big it was like all uh, right cool like yeah <laughs> is this supposed to mean something like I don't know but. I guess, yeah, taking the franchise across the country. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right, so that's, uh, yeah, like I said, we're just going to kind of rush right into our main attraction because uh, 
I think we're going to be talking about this one for a little bit. Uh, I'm a huge fan of this movie. It is Green Room. It was mm-hmm. directed by Jeremy Saulnier and was released May 16th, 2016. Here is your cast. This is a pretty sizable cast. Uh, it is. Anton, yeah, Anton Yelchin as Pat, Imogen uh, Poots as Amber, uh, Alia Shawkat as Sam, Joe Cole as Reese, Callum Turner as Tiger, Patrick Stewart as Darcy, Macon Blair as Gabe, Mark Weber as Daniel, Kai Lennox as Clark, Eric Edelstein as Big Justin, and David W. Thompson as Thad, or Tad, sorry, my bad. Oh, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> okay. That was kind of cool. Sorry, my bad. All right, here is your uh, your quick plot. A touring punk band plays a show in a secluded part of the Pacific Northwest. After they're set, they accidentally witness a horrific act of violence. Because they are the only witnesses, they become the targets of a terrifying game of gang, sorry, of skinheads who want to make sure all the evidence is eliminated. With no help on the way, the band must fight to survive. All right. So let's start our conversation off with uh, the characters. Let's talk about this band, the Ain't Rights. They're a band from Washington, D.C. They're a punk band. Um, I'll just, I'm just going to say, actually, like, right off the bat, like, I immediately uh, related, like, to this movie, mostly just because of that, like, to start off, like, the, the whole punk thing, mm-hmm. because there's, I mean, truth be told, I mean, like, I'm sure there's, like, lots of punk movies out there, but, like, this is, like, one that... You know, I, I like the as far as the music and everything, and there was a lot of cool uh, references and name drops and whatnot that were fun. So, well, um, it's yeah, funny because like the other band is clearly like a metal Nazi band. Oh yeah, so it's Definitely. like it's yeah, like it's funny that they like decided to go with like a punk band instead of just. I don't know why they didn't go with like just a me- the metal band, but yeah, it's definitely uh, you know the 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 part where they're getting interviewed and he asks, you know, like. If you were stuck on an island, what would be your band? And I, they, they all tried to pick like cool like punk bands, but like and then mm-hmm. later in the movie when they're like, okay, well we're probably gonna fucking die. So my real choice, and it's like Prince and fucking like yeah, I, like I actually Madonna. wrote them down. Uh, <laughs> Reese picks Prince. Um, uh, Sam picks Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. Pat still never comes up with one because at the end of the movie, uh, Amber tells him tell someone who gives a shit, so you yeah. never get to hear his. Yeah. And then um and Misfits what's his is name? Uh, Tiger. Tiger. Yeah, yeah, he sticks with the Misfits. I was going to ask you actually and I will give you some time to think about it till the end of the episode. I can't Who would... I don't know. Well, I, I have no fucking clue. That'd be that's so hard. That's yeah. that's such a hard question, but I'll think. I'll try. I'll try. Right. <laughs> You're like, right, "Well, so... fuck you." <laughs> Um, we have Pat, who's the lead, uh, the lead guitarist, played by Anton Yelchin, the late Anton Yelchin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very tragic death. Yeah. Uh, anyway, in this movie, he is—he's uh, like a pretty mild mannered for the most part. I guess he's kind of him and uh, Sam uh, Elias Shawcat are kind of, I guess, the spokesmen for mm-hmm. the band. Yeah, that's what it seems they're... like. Yeah, and he's the one. Uh, I he right right off the bat, it's kind of funny when they start playing this show. He comes up with this idea that uh, they're going to play the song Nazi Punks Fuck <laughs> Off by the Dead Kennedys. I know. He's like, is, so I've got a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah. And I love that when they get on stage, he's just like, what, what do you think? Are we still doing this? And uh, Sam, she's just like, if you don't do it, I'm going to fucking tell him you're Jewish. And it's <laughs> like, oh, jeez. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So they play Nazi Punks Fuck Off. And it's just like, damn. Like, it's ballsy as fuck. Because, I mean, there's probably, like, at this point, like, a hundred skinheads in there who are, like, throwing beer bottles at them. I think they but, said 80. They said 80 at one point that there were 80. Okay. Yeah. 
So then, you know, like they just kind of right after it's all like the the lead singer is like, thank you. That was a cover song. (laughs) But then they uh, they kind of win the crowd over just because uh, like they're, you know, good musically, I guess. But it seems to me like these uh, like the the people at the show are probably just there to fucking mosh and beat the shit out of each other anyway. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) they'd probably love it as long as it's fast and heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, Pat, Pat is also the one who discovers the murder at hand. Yeah. Yeah. you want to describe that? Well, Sam, yeah, Sam. So they immediately after the show, they're like, "All right, we gotta load you guys out for you know the the headliners and all your stuffs in the hallway." And then as they're loading out, Sam's like, "Oh, I forgot my phone in the the green room," and so Pat goes in to grab it and grabs the phone, turns around, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And there's a fucking dead body on the floor, and everyone's standing around, kind of like "fuck." And then it turns into like, "You didn't lock the door." Well, you didn't fucking lock the door. You were right there. You didn't lock the door, and. Yeah, so now immediately they're like, well, we can't let them leave. We got to fucking, like, go and tell. Or he's, he goes to go basically try to figure out what the fuck to do. And mm-hmm. uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, the ball. The, the, the guy who's, Gabe? like, kind of. Yeah, is it Gabe? Uh, Gabe, yeah. Yeah, so Gabe is kind of, like. I don't know what he does, but he kind of like runs the shows. It seems like I think I think that's his thing. I think he's affiliated with these guys, but I think he's more just like yeah. in charge of the clubs. But you can tell, like obviously he's he sucks just because he's you know he's part of this. But he seems like he's the kind of guy that's just like literally just got fucking caught up. Like, yeah, he's just here, and it's like son of a bitch, and he's. You know, Darcy is his. Darcy is played by Patrick Stewart. He's like the leader of the skinheads, and the, no one wants to fuck up in front of this guy. Like you even hear like later on, like the little mm-hmm. guys, like the true believers, they call them the ones who are yeah, still in training. Like, no, and they're just don't like, don't, don't fucking Dar- tell Darcy. Yeah. Well, and you can even Amber, like Amber's there, and she has like you know the docks on with white laces and shit. But she's like, I'm not a fucking Nazi. Like, yeah. Like it, which sucks because it seems like these people are like we're not Nazis, but we hang out here because there's nothing else to fucking do. And we like this music, but it's like, that's still shitty. <laughs> like, well, she's, she's friends with, uh, Emily. I believe right. her name is Emily's the girl who was killed. Uh-huh. And there's a, like kind of a story going on that you have, you kind of figure out Well, you know, they tell well, you. Well, you see during but, the um, show that, um, the character, Daniel, who is, uh, the guy in the beginning, that's who's Tad's cousin. Yeah. Right. He is, he hands Emily a note and like Pat kind of, you, you see Pat kind of notices it like just randomly. They show it, of course, like Brian said, like they always kind of show these things and you don't really know if they mean something, but it's like, yeah, they do. Um, so he hands her like hmm. a, a napkin or something. And then later on, uh, they're like searching Emily's body and they find the napkin and it says, um, I don't know. It basically means like meat grinder in German. Um, but that of uh, later on, there's a like significance to that. And, but that's when you find out that like, Emily and Daniel were together and they were like planning this whole thing. And, but we'll get into that. Like as that scene comes up. Mm-hmm. So no, that was, that was good. Uh, good description there. But, oh, thank you. uh, so speaking of Amber, uh, Imogen Poots, worst fucking haircut ever. I good mean, Lord, uh, right? well, her and Emily both have that hair. Like, ugh, no, no it's just, yeah. She's basically has like a shaved head almost with like a mullet, like with the hair kind of like, growing. yeah, but it's like choppy coming out of the side. It's really gross. It looks and like a weird She's skullet. beautiful too. It's just like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It does kind of look like a skullet. So, uh, like we said, she is the friend of the girl who was murdered and she just kind of, again, fucking wrong place, wrong time. She does end up, uh, basically becoming part of the group, like I, helping uh, to get 
Because and it's it's weird too. Because like Sam, she just she refuses to like trust her. It's like oh, every time she's like, "You don't get a fucking say." She keeps like telling her basically like, "You're not shit. Stop talking." Well, like, and I love her. And she yeah, I love her in this ahead. role because she is very much just kind of like, "Well, blah blah blah." And then Sam like tells her basically to shut the fuck up, and she just kind of is like, "Whatever. I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> we're all gonna die mm-hmm. anyways." And then even like when they're like, uh, the part where. Uh, what's his name is uh, holding Justin's arm and he's like you know I'll, I'll yeah, break it um, I'll break it or Reese. Reese thank you he's like I'll break it or I'll blah blah and she's like just fucking break it <laughs> like yeah, her, her little she's... comments in the background like she knows she's like we're fucked I don't really give a shit like well, break his fucking loved... arm fuck this guy well she's too I mean like at this point That's she fucking saying. hates all these people because they, they just you know they were all part of this like right. her, her like I, I don't think you said it when you talked about the dead body like she literally has a fucking knife just stuck in the side oh, of her head what about the scene when yeah Sam's like yeah, is when she the, dead there's no blood no, and then he fucking like pulls the knife and pulls her body with it and then rips the knife out and then just like gushes blood and he's like there it is <sighs> like talking about the blood yeah, yeah. and um Speaking of Big Justin, he's the guy that's, uh, he's like the skinhead bouncer. He's stuck in the green room with them. He was on Parks and Rec. <laughs> awesome. <Wait. laughs> he's, uh, he's, uh, he's Andy Dwyer's neighbor, actually. Oh, but okay. Anyway. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, no, he was only in like one or two episodes. So, uh, yeah, but uh, Big Justin, he is uh, just like the fucking huge dude that he's the one that's just like you didn't lock the fucking door you know like when they came back in and he's and i love too that he's the one that points out or no i say i think it's gabe uh real quick he points out he's just like hey uh don't leave your stuff in the hallway the manager is real strict about the fire codes and then (laughs) later on you see patrick stort walk by and he's like get this shit out of here this is a fire you know a fire (laughs) hazard (laughs) but um but yeah, so Big Justin, he gets stuck in the green room with the band, and he basically just, he gets fucked. I mean, like, at first, he's got the upper hand, because he's got this big-ass gun, and I love that when, I think it's Reese, he's like, he's only got six shots, and he's like, no, I only have five shots, because they're big fucking bullets, yeah, and well, six won't fit. Yep. Yeah. Well, and Reese is the one, Darcy, I'm sorry, Darcy's the one that's like, give them the gun, but take the bullets out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, trying to like, obviously make the situation feel a little bit safer because Darcy, Darcy's like, we're going to kill these guys for sure, obviously. But like, let's make them feel safe so that, you know, this doesn't become Dude. Like, a nightmare of a situation. And <sighs> so that's, what's fucked up too, is they end up paying these, tw- these twin brothers, these fucking psycho twin brothers, because Pat ends up calling the police really quickly before they take his phone away. And he says, and he like, says there's been a stabbing. Right. So then the cops call back and um, Gabe deals with it and basically is like, yeah, there was a stabbing, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But little did the, everyone else in the green room know that they paid these two fucking idiots to stab each other and pretend like they just got into like a drunken fight or something like that. But like, mm-hmm. I love when he's just like the knife isn't even long enough to be like a felony or whatever. He's like, Oh, yeah. so give me the money back. Actually. He's like, we'll just give you vouchers for like free shows and shit. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> yeah, fuck? Like, like yeah. uh, and these kids well, are like, Oh, we've done this point, before. Though. It's fine. Like no biggie. He, he- he has a good point, though, because it's like if the cops found 300 on both of them, they probably would have just taken it. So oh, it's like, sure. I think it was, it was more, I thought. I th- yeah, it does sound. He's like, yeah, they're vouchers. So I think he was basically saying, yeah, he's like, we'll take care of you guys. But right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just like, we need to. Yeah, he gives the one, and guy just fucking puts his hand on the other one's shoulder and just like, <clears throat> just stabs him twice. And they're, like, yeah, they're, they're twin brothers, Yeah, these kids, they're probably like 14, 15, maybe. Oh, yeah, that um, scene is so intense. It's like, god damn, psychos. Well, Oof. 
Dude, like Darcy, so Patrick Stewart's character, this dude is like diabolical as fuck. Oh yeah, I mean, like, he's so it's evil. Crazy, like just every angle. You you almost think it's like, has he done this before, <laughs> or like has he been like waiting his whole life for this plan to come? I mean, like, I'm not. I hopefully like uh, everyone listening to this has seen the movie because like I'm I'm not going to get into every single different thing he does. No, no. But I mean, like his whole planning to make it look like the band was like enter uh, trespassing and like trying to steal their gas yeah and they turn oh my god like it's we'll get like at the end of the movie when you see the scene yeah. play out that they were actually doing it's fucked well because this what, movie is yeah fucked. well that's what they do is they basically in the beginning of the movie they 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 forgot to turn the car off or whatever they were drunk i don't know and <laughs> yeah. so they like they steal they siphon gas from cars and that's what they do throughout the like tour basically because the 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 dude that got them the show he got them another show but then was like oh so i lost the license for the venue because blah 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 but um i got this other show it's it doesn't it's not going to pay you a ton and you guys are the only band and it was at like a mexican restaurant yeah, and they ba- they made rough. basically like 26 dollars they made so, i think he said they made six dollars each and the guy's like 687 actually right. <laughs> yeah know, like- so but then He's like, well, let me call my cousin because my cousin books shows like down in Portland. He's like, you guys will have to drive a little bit out of the way, but they'll pay you 350 bucks. So that's why they go to this show. And I don't think the cousin knew he was he, he knew they were Nazis, but I don't think he knew. Well, it was he, I, he, no, he. T- well, yeah, he told them he's like, just just play. Basically, he told them to just play the show and get the hell out of there. He's like, yeah, you know, just play. They, he asked him, he's like uh, one of them. They asked her, like, what kind of skinheads? Like, what are we right. dealing with here? And he's like, you know, mostly this and this. He's like, just play older stuff heavy <laughs> fast, you know. And, uh, you know, what's what's funny about that? Because I, I I always forget every time I watch this, like when he like gives them the uh, all the information for where they're going and he's like uh, they're like you're not coming with he's like oh no he's like i gotta stay home and vacuum you know and it's like oh that's that because those two who were gonna escape were yeah. supposed to be yeah. coming to stay with him but it's funny because at the end of the move it's like he's still fucking vacuuming <laughs> you know? i just i like to think of it that way it's like he's well, been vacuuming for like 13 hours i was like, gonna say yeah realistically it was only like 24 hours yeah, it was within the same day. Which is crazy. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, but it's a really fucked up crazy situation. And like this poor guy has no idea like what he's sending them into. And it's just fucked. No, but- it is. Um, and then real quick, actually, just to kind of round out the rest of the band. Again, we do have Sam played by um, Elia Shawcat, who was uh, maybe Fionke, mm-hmm. among other things. She is the bass player of the band. She is, uh, like I said before, she is really the only one who doesn't seem to trust Amber. And again, I think that's just, I don't think it's anything personal. Well, of course, it's something personal. But I think it's just the heat of the moment. Like, the rest of the guys are like, fuck, she's on our side, dude. Right, you know, right, like, yeah. Yeah, he's um, kind of just like, or she is, yeah, she's, I, I mean, I she's just paranoid and fucking freaked out. So, mm-hmm. plus, yeah, um, Amber was there, so, and her friend is the one who died. So, it's like, well, what the fuck happened? And I don't, like. That's a good you. point. Yeah, she's like, dude, you were a part of this whole fucking thing. So why, you know? Um, and then you have uh, Reese, who is the drummer, and Reese is like the fucking tough ass of the group. Like at first, <laughs> you're kind of like, at first, you're just kind of like, dude, this guy's like obnoxious, like just like one of those like, hey, man. like he totally talks like that. But like he fucking kicks ass in this movie. Like he he is probably the reason they actually 
like stand a fighting chance because this guy's got like he must have grown up like a brawler or something but i mean he knows like grappling moves and shit too and it's Mm -hmm. believable too actually like oh yeah he seems like he's a little bit of like a hat like because yeah after the the show he he, like mm -hmm. slams the dude against the wall and he's like i'm gonna fucking kill you or whatever because you know they only made 24 dollars but then (laughs) like as as he as they're leaving and he gives them the other show he's like sorry i almost killed you man (laughs) yeah he's like sorry i went psycho on you and And he's like no big deal (laughs) the scene when he's like hey, I got to tell you something, bro. And then he farts in the van. <laughs> well, he's like, he's like, yeah, you know what, though? What it, that reminded me of Shaun of the Dead. With, oh, uh, yeah. Ed. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's just like, Sean, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Because, yeah, he does that, too. He's like, hey, Pat, there's something I got to tell you. I've never told anyone of these fucking farts, <laughs> you know? So it's just, it's fun, like, seeing the camaraderie of just this band, you know, because they are, they're they're like a hardcore punk band. They, they're really, they pride themselves on, like, not having any kind of social media presence, mm-hmm. which, like, sounds cool and, like, DIY, but it's like, this day and age, it fucking, it, you need it. Like, oh, that's, totally. That gets, you know? Um but he, uh, yeah, he's, again, he's, like, the hothead, and he fucking, he's, like, the one that basically immobilizes Big Justin. This dude's probably, like, three times his size, like, weight-wise, but he gets him in, like, an arm bar, and eventually, yeah, hyperextends his arm, which we'll get to in our, oh, yeah, that's, uh, our oh, violence. Oof. And then uh, the last one is the singer, that's Tiger. Um, he's He's, like kind of he's the first one that like when after all this shit's going down he just steps up and he's like hey man we just want to fucking go like we didn't see nothing you know he's just uh again like let's get the fuck out of here and he seems throughout the movie like the one that's trying the hardest to actually get out like he's trying to you know probably just yeah because... he's like going bonkers trying to break everything oh he, dude, like, he's like trying the to ceiling, go the floor yeah the ceiling and <laughs> they're just in like yeah. a cement ass fucking building and it's yeah, yeah it's, it's like a, a it's like a it's almost like um yeah Bert and Heather's bunker in Tremors mm-hmm. I mean it's like <laughs> so um all right so let's go ahead and jump into I you know our next section is usually like action CGI <laughs> special effects this movie's got a lot of action but it has no CGI no. well maybe maybe a little like one of the shotgun blasts which we'll get to um um so actually I just Let's go with violence, gore, and scares because (laughs) this movie is very, very violent. And the thing that's just like to me that's most disturbing is that like this isn't a monster movie. It's not a slasher movie. This is just like humans. I I didn't know this was an A24 film. Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy because it's – yeah, I mean like I think – was yeah, well, I saw this before I knew, like, A24. This is, like, one of their earlier films. I was going to say, A24. is this one of their more, like, is... popular ones? I don't think so, but I think, like, eight, at least, you know, A24 enthusiasts. I mean, like, mm-hmm. the movie has, like, a following. Like, I, I love it. I mean, like, oh, it's a I'm great not part movie. of any groups or anything. But, yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the, the green room uh room on facebook <laughs> i guess i don't know <laughs> so anyway yeah a24 so it's pretty uh it's pretty awesome uh so let's just start talking about some of the fucking violence of this movie uh we already talked about emily with the knife in her head and mm-hmm. i wrote that down too. what you said heather it's like sam thinks she might not be dead in the skid head the the big dude the one that actually killed her his name's worm and he's like in this band Cowcatcher. That uh, was, yeah, they were like the headliners. But anyway, he, uh, yeah, he pulls, he goes to show her, like to prove it to her. He goes to pull the knife out and like he drags her by the head trying yeah. to get it out. Ugh. And then, It's yeah, cringy so. as fuck. Like everyone in the room and me were like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, 
Yeah, I just uh, yeah the true believers we talked about the two uh, the brothers I guess that I didn't know they were twins did did it how did you feel, like are you just were they that close looking I didn't even notice yeah they look exactly the same I don't maybe I'm oh, wrong okay. but I mean I guess they all are fucking like bald blonde kids so who knows yeah <laughs> yeah they might be though actually when you said that I kind of thought and it's like yeah I'd have to check but I'm literally um, looking right now <laughs> okay keep talking like, yeah I'm just looking okay on sorry. Um, yeah, I love, uh, we talked about when the, or, well, when the band actually finally goes after Big Justin, mm-hmm. I love that one, because, uh, Tiger, the singer, he runs up, he's like, and Big Justin just fucking grabs him <laughs> and just punches him in the face, like, twice, like, square, but then Reese comes over and he fucking, like, yeah, he gets him in a headlock and gets him to drop to the ground and then puts him, uh, he's basically got him in an arm bar, like, actually, I don't even know if it's an arm bar, I don't know my... Well, that's like when fucking uh, Amber runs at him, too, and he just literally, like, fucking clotheslines her ass. Yeah. That was pretty pretty insane. Um, All right, so what about when, oh, Jesus, when Pat goes to hand the gun through the door? Oh, God. That is probably one of the most brutal ones because you don't see it. You just hear it, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what the fuck is happening? And then he starts screaming, and then his, like, wrist is almost, like, detached from his It's literally dangling. It's so disgusting. Like, it's, I mean, it's a great... Yeah, they are twins. They cut it from the top part, though, so it wasn't, like, either way, I mean, like, the but the wrist, yeah, I mean, like, when they show that, it's literally, he looks almost like a puppet, like a yeah. marionette, or marionette, just, like, it's it's fucking gross. So, basically, yeah, he just, uh, Darcy, they got this plan, they're working this thing out, it's like, hey, you give us the gun, but we'll keep the bullets. Again, you have to watch this movie to understand, like, I'm, we're not getting <laughs> into all that, but... But Pat goes to hand them the gun because they actually trust him. And he just, they grab his arm and a bunch of dudes just, or one guy, whatever, just starts fucking slicing the shit out of his arm. And Amber, yeah, Amber's ugh. looking through like the vent too. And she all of a sudden goes, they're going to kill us. They're going to kill us. And like, cause she sees like the machete or whatever. Well, and she sees another set of shoes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Or but, the boots with the red laces actually. Yes, but it's like, it's cause, too late. Cause he's already fucking, mm-hmm. his arm is out there and. Yeah, it's it's a brutal scene, and like they finally get him back in there, obviously, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I dropped the gun," but you know, Reese, yeah, Reese is like, "You held on longer than I would have, dude." But yeah, dude, his Reese's... arm is fucking gnarly as fuck. Uh huh. And then actually, this is the, this is when Reese finally just breaks Big Justin's arm too, because he can oh, hear yeah. like all the craziness going on. So he's like, "Fuck it," he's like, yep. "Your guy's going down too," and just hyper extends it and just just snaps his arm. Yeah, this whole scene yeah, is very hard to watch. It's <laughs> very graphic. Um. So, God, this is one of the most fucked up scenes. Uh, Amber with the yes, box cutter. Uh huh. Yep. I mean, go ahead. So, so yeah. So obviously, uh, Reese has, or no, Reese puts uh, Jake, Jake, right? Big Jake. Big ba- Justin. Jig, sorry. God damn it! I just watched this movie. Just Literally just finished it. Um. So he puts Justin back in a headlock. Um. After breaking his arm. Uh. Because all the chaos that's happening with like the arm and all that stuff, whatever. Um, so he tries to put him in a sleeper hold and he's like, tell me when he's out, tell me when he's out, whatever. So fucking Sam says, okay, he's out. And then all of a sudden he like gasps for air. Meanwhile, Amber picked up this box cutter mm. that they found in, Ju- in Justin's pocket. And she's standing over like them kind of just watching to make sure that Justin passes out as well. And so the second time around, he's trying to do it again and sam's like how long does it take and all of a sudden amber just fucking takes the box cutter and slides slices him from like belly up to his like nipples so he it's gone. just the way she does it well it's and like, it's she like was... so like surgical looking it's like gross. just like 
Well, it's, it's like she like, was thinking about it and thinking about it, yeah. and then all of a sudden she was like, I'm fucking doing it. I'm just doing it. Mm-hmm. So, and it wasn't oh. like her being like crazy or erratic or anything. She literally, it was like almost like she was like being like calculating, like in her head, just like she slowly picked up the box cutter and just walked to a, up to him and it's kind of like, I'll take care of this and just, yeah, and just like how easily it slices. Is yeah. Just, it's so fucking like. Ugh. I mean, and it, it realistically, like, yeah, it kind of looks like Amber's just like this fucking crazy nutbag. But it's also like, no, they just fucking murdered her friend. Now they're locking them yeah. in this room. They're gonna kill them anyways. So like, what the fuck? Oh, else? she knows these. You know, she knows oh, these yeah. people too. She well, she said that she's like, we're all dead. Like, we're not getting out of here. There's no fucking way to get out of here. They have all of our phones. They. And there's so many times when they're like, well, why haven't they shot us yet? Like, they don't have guns. And she's like, they have guns. Trust me. They yeah, have she's fucking like, they guns. they have guns. <laughs> yeah. Like, and like you said, she saw the red laces and she's like, that's fucking bad. We are fucked. Like, red laces mm-hmm. means end game because they work for Darcy and they don't give a fuck. And they've basically proven to Darcy that they will do whatever the fuck he tells them to do. Yeah. Cause this is like, these, these aren't people who were just at the show. Like, some no. of them were, but like, these are guys that are called in. Like, he's right. like, yeah, his fucking, his team. I well, mean, and it's that's like, yeah. like Daniel, too. Daniel is, I believe, a red lace. And, yeah, basically this this whole other backstory with Amber, or I'm sorry, with Emily and Daniel is that they, Emily and Daniel were going to leave. Like, they were going to leave the entire fucking group in this state or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and, they were going to try to just kind of, like, go straight. Yeah, and that's why, like, that's why they killed Emily, because it somehow got out that they didn't say Daniel's name, but that's why they killed her, because she was going to leave the group, which, and I guess Nazis, like, that's, like, huge fucking no no i i don't mm. i don't know how that works but yeah i mean if fucking stab somebody in their temple i guess it's pretty bad yeah so <coughs> the all right so now we have like the me, the sorry. big sequence uh no worries uh the big sequence of basically the band trying to make the run for it because like darcy and his guys like they can i love that when they prepare themselves and uh i think it's tiger right when they open the door he just chucks the fluorescent light bulb out oh like, sam maybe it's sam it was okay. sam she's like look out <laughs> yeah and it's just like she chucked and then i see she's like fuck because like no one was there but <sighs> so they they start coming out and then oh my god i mean like you just get some horrible fucking pit bull. Uh, I hate this. In yeah, this movie. I hate it that is, they use like the a, dog. Ugh. Yeah, it's it is it's rough because again, and the the dogs, of course, they only their commands are all in German. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys always fast, fast. That means bite, and like. So Tiger gets attacked, and it just fucking starts going right at his throat. Yeah. So. He's uh, he gone. Yeah. Uh, Reese. Uh, Reese is just so sad. He I tried, know. Like, so he he busts out of a window and it's like it's so rough because as he's going out the window, he's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, because mm-hmm. he sees the guy and he just lands down and they just start or one. I think it's one dude just stabs him like fucking 20 well, it, times. Yeah. And then Gabe's like, all right, dude, enough. Like, yeah, he actually stop. pulls him off of him because it's like, dude, we have to make you, you, we're not, you know, they still have a crime scene they're trying to create here. So yeah. it's like if this dude stabbed 28 times or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that was just uh and that's and then you find out too that they were both still alive actually like it or, or at least um reese was reese was tiger uh, was yeah, not he was still yeah he was still breathing and then you'll find out later at the end that they just let the dog finish him off of course well and darcy uh, darcy gets um or not darcy uh uh amber amber gets attacked too but like the dog's like got her foot or something and she's trying to use the mic to shove the dog off of her and it's making the 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 feedback yeah the feedback thank like you the 
and yeah. she can you can tell the dog's like getting irritated by it. So that's when uh, Pat comes up and he puts it on the fucking speaker, and it's the dog runs off because it's just too much for the dog. So those mm-hmm. those two end up like you know grabbing Sam and or Sam's in the hallway, but they end up all meeting up together and going into the room, back into the room, and locking themselves in because they're like, what the fuck? Like we're never gonna get out of here. Like there's no fucking way. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're all surrounding the building, and like this dog is gonna fucking murder us if we fucking go back <laughs> out there. So it's it's so, such a fucked up situation. <laughs> it is. It's just it's sad too. Again, like you know, like with uh, so two of the band members are dead now. So you got Sam and Pat and Amber, just those three in uh, the green room. And so this is when from the outside, Daniel finds out that Emily was killed. Because one of the skinheads comes out and he's like, "Yeah, they fucking killed Emily," and so now Daniel's like, "What the fuck?" Well, so he, now he wants to he, he wants to go in there to fucking kill him. Well, he, he like, plays he, it uh, cool, like he doesn't freak out like completely just because of Emily, like because they even yeah, say that's they're, true. Like, you're probably, right, you're right, yeah, yeah. They're like probably Justin too, like at this point. But yeah, he just kind of is like, "All right, well, let me go in there and I'll finish them off." But like we know that like, he's freaking out because Emily's fucking dead, and that was like, mm-hmm. he, you know, and even fucking um, Darcy like makes a comment like. Oh, wasn't Daniel supposed to be like on the door tonight? Like, what happened? Like, why? And then there's a part where Daniel... yeah, well, you find that out. Yeah, you find yeah. that out afterwards. But yeah. so, so Daniel goes in with one of the uh, like the lieutenants, <coughs> I guess, whatever. This kid, you know, they they go in, they're ready to. So Daniel and this kid, they basically just like overpower them. They kick the door open, and then Daniel like sees Emily, and he's like, "What the fuck?" You know, like so. Uh, Amber, you know, because he actually knows Amber, so I think he trusts her. She's able to tell him, like, what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And then the other skinhead, I love that he's just like, what the fuck's going on? He's well, basically just like, dude, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And, and he just, he walks out and he goes and tells Darcy. He's like, he just started fucking talking to him. Because so, they said that they told Daniel that the band killed Amber, so or uh, killed Emily. So, yeah, Amber's like, dude, no, like, I will fucking do you want me to say what the fuck happened? Because if I tell, mm-hmm. tell you, if I say it right now, like, he's going to find out and then he's going to go tell fucking Darcy. Oh, that's right. You're which right. Which is you're exactly right. what yeah. happened. And that's when Daniel was kind of like, well, whatever. If they don't know, fucking they will in a minute. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to try to help you guys get out of here. And that's the plan is he's going to try to get them out of there and he's telling them like which directions to go. And there's like <laughs> creeks and quarry. And then he's literally at the bar pulling out shotgun, like shells. And all of a sudden his fucking head just gets blown the fuck off. <laughs> Dude, this, if there, if there's a jump scare in this movie, that's it. Oh yeah. Like yeah. that part gets me every fucking time because it's just, it looks so natural. Oh, like the way his head just like, like how how quickly he cocks it and then his face is just this is where i would say like any kind of probably like special effects i mean it's probably practical i doubt it because yeah like in dawn of the dead when they blow up andy's head that shit was real well no but i mean like in if you actually watch it again like his his head doesn't get like blown off like literally it just shows like his face almost like all the the buck shots like kind of got him so his face almost looked like it just charred up but i mean he's like he's clearly fucking dead uh so yeah he is uh he's fucked so then uh another really disturbing kill comes because the dude who shot daniel he's like this big motherfucker so they hit him right away with the fire extinguisher and pat just grabs the machete and just fucking like plants it right into like his neck slash shoulder and just the sound it makes it's like (laughs) funk it's like Like, i imagine giant like a big guy's neck and his like muscle yeah like, I imagine if it was a comic book, it would be, like, thunk. <laughs> like, something like, hunk. Because, like, and it doesn't even go in that far. Because no. you can tell this is just, like, Pat 
Pat is weak as it is. I mean, he's not using his fucked up arm, but he's still probably lost a ton of blood. But he just, like, puts it down. And, yeah, the dude, I mean, like, he just kind of, like, like, you see his tongue, like, kind of go out and he just drops. Like, he put it right into, like, where the neck and the shoulder meet. That always Um, reminds me of, like, the original Dawn of the Dead. Like, how how bad the zombie makeup was. (laughs) <laughs> it does basic, yeah. it always looks like it to me like it looks like it was a scene from the original dawn of the dead because their makeup was like you're right gray. well that's that's because yeah because he got sprayed by the yeah the he was covered in like the call. yeah <laughs> yeah that's right yeah because the zombies they just they're like blue with like eyeshadow basically yeah. around their eyes so they kind of look like raccoons mm-hmm. that's a excuse me that's a good call okay so uh, this is what the three of them, like, they have a, they have the shotgun now that this dude came in with, so they decide, fuck it, we're gonna try to make a run for it, because we got a shotgun. Big fucking mistake. So, uh, it's just basically an ambush outside, uh, there's, uh, a bunch of, luckily, terrible shots, <laughs> so everyone's just shooting at each other from, like, ten <laughs> feet away, but no one's hitting anyone, well, except, uh, Amber I think Amber shot. gets shot, like, in the leg, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and then... Uh, Sam. Well, Sam might have got shot, but then, yeah. Well, no, but she gets attacked by the pit bulls. Right, but I'm saying she might have got shot either. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets, uh, yeah, she, same thing, and it just, it goes right for her throat, so she's dead. Again, it's just, I think there, yeah, there's two pit bulls that he uses because it's really, it's fucked up because the guy who's, like, their, like, handler, he he's like he'll let him kill one and then he pulls the one in and it's just like no he's he's kind of worked up and then he sends the other one you know it's just mm-hmm. it's really fucked up and mm-hmm. so actually at this point uh i believe it was yeah the dog ran at uh what's her name right before it got to sam she did get it with the shotgun she shot it but it was like it's moment like it didn't completely like hit the dog but it got it like enough that it was going to kill it because remember he's telling the guy he's like he's got like an hour left to live and that's yeah, when they him, let... Yeah, he gave him the shot, Well, he though. gave him a shot, remember? And he says, he's like, this might buy him an extra hour. And then he's like, I'd, I'd take it as a, a personal favor if he could die with meat in his teeth. So that's oh. the one that, like, eats Reese. I thought that Like, they, at the end of the... Yeah. I thought he killed the dog because it ate people and they didn't want the evidence or something. I don't know. I guess I no, didn't he that. he gave it. I think he gave it the shot just to to numb the pain. But it was Aww. like he's gonna die regardless in an hour. But yeah, that was the one at the end that was like fucking mm-hmm. munching on Reese. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. So anyway, it did. It uh, yeah, it was pretty sad. So okay. Um, let's see uh, where are we at here. All right. So this is uh, that that's pretty much kind of the the last of the wait. Shit, did I not write down? Oh, the. When they uh, they actually the a couple more guys come back in and remember they have like the battle kind of like underneath the 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 bunker. Yeah, they found like their meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Literally. I know it's just like oh oh well, that's, that was, and that's well that, you kind of find out though it's like that's why this is so important right. to them you know it's like yeah. instead of well that you know, was yeah Tiger Tiger finally earlier in the movie when we were talking about how he was trying to get out of the room any way he could he did actually get through the floor the panel. He thought it, it was sunlight, but it ended up just being, like, a lower bunker area. But that is where mm-hmm. the, like, meth lab was. So they did it early in the movie. They do go down there, and they try looking around to see if there's any way to get out. And they're like, there's no fucking way to get out of here. But now, you know, hours later, this is when uh, the two left, Pat and Amber, kind of come up with this plan um, because earlier in the movie, Pat was telling that story about when he went to his friend's bachelor party and they did paintball and 
I just they, I think it's like such a stupid story. I mean, it's, it's kind like, of oh, funny because he's and like the we way all he sucked. tells the story too because he, he has like such a slow talking <laughs> voice, and, and then especially after he's like losing blood, it's like <laughs> yeah, Rick Baker's well, yeah. Party. I mean, but and this... him and Imogen Poots talking to because she talks like that too, and so they're both just like hey man. Well, it's so, funny because she's like okay, finish your story, and basically yeah. the moral of the story was like just go fucking balls to the wall and don't fucking care. And that's what they mm-hmm. do. They just kind of go like fucking combat zone and like Pat jumps down into the bunker and he's just screaming and like banging shit against the walls to try to intimidate these other two guys, which is well, kind of funny. I like, I like the plan too, though, because you notice he shaved his head because at first when the guy came in, instead of shooting right away, he's like, wait, is that, who is that? You know, because like he had the right. green jacket on too. So Pat made himself look like a skinhead. Yeah. And he was like yelling down like, hey, you fucking da da da. So... He jumps down there, yeah, and then, dude, I love what Amber, like, dude, isn't, that's almost like horror style when it shows her come out of the couch, <laughs> uh-huh. and she just comes up from behind, does she slit his throat or does she shoot him, I can't she remember. She slits his throat. And then, yeah, so she kills that dude, Pat's down here fucking around with the other one, and she just comes up and double taps the dude with a pistol, like, that, that was awesome just because of how quick she did it, it was just like, head neck. She's you know, yeah, like the, she's a little bonkers, but I, I like yeah, it. <laughs> she she kills fuck like three or four she, people. I herself. think she killed everyone. Other like yeah, like I don't think well, any she of them... killed Big Justin. She killed these two, and uh, she... then at the end of the movie, she helps Pat with uh, which what we're getting to. Yeah. So um, yeah, so so they they basically they they get out of this situation, but they're like now we're gonna fucking hunt these motherfuckers down because actually uh, Gabe. He comes in, he's just kind of like, oh, fuck. I know, he's, he's like, like, out there cleaning up, and he didn't expect them to live, so he's like, I don't want to Yeah, he's like, I, yeah, he's like, I didn't expect this. He's like, I'm just, I mean, and like you said, you can tell Gabe is kind of just there. Like, yeah, he's not really a good yeah. guy, but he's not fucking trying to, like, kill anyone. He wasn't trying to make things worse. He was actually trying to fucking help the situation, and, like, Darcy, you could tell, was getting pissed because he wasn't trying to, like, do this shitty sneaky thing he was trying to do the right thing and mm-hmm. so yeah like in a sense i feel like yeah like wrong place wrong time like hopefully hopefully gabe learned and he fucking grew his hair out and stopped fucking with these nazis but yeah so mm-hmm. he's basically just like i don't want to die like here's where you guys go they're at the house down the street like fucking blah 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 blah, blah whatever and he's like i'm gonna go find some help and get the cops and so he goes his own way and those two are like Sure, you know, Pat's like, can we trust him? And she, she just, she doesn't really respond, but it's kind of like, I don't fucking know who cares at this point. Like, mm-hmm. he's not killing us, so whatever, fuck it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so. and he, he does actually. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's like yeah. one of the last scenes he gets to, he finds like some people farming or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, we need, we need police or we need yeah. help or something. But so, um, yeah, so Amber and Pat, they've still got a little life left in them. They've got a couple guns, and I just like how, yeah, so they, they see this whole thing going down, and it's like for Pat, I mean, like, this is fucked. I mean, like, he's all of his friends are dead. It's They're just so laid terrible. out here. One of them's getting eaten still, and so he just, he kind of comes up on the one guy, and I just love how stealthy they both are, and, you know, Amber's like, I got him, like, with the shot, you mm-hmm. know, it's almost like they're 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 doing this whole paintball thing, which, sorry, I interrupted Heather when she was talking about, but, yeah, they, they're kind of, like, flanking the guys, and, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I just love that they're they're talking shit, and Patrick Stewart, or uh, Darcy, is just kind of like, fuck this, and starts walking away, and they just fucking <laughs> blow him away, it's so good, and, uh, what did the, the other guy, uh, 
what the hell is his name? The guy who was in charge of the dogs. Uh, uh, fuck, I forgot I his name. But anyway, he says like one word and they just fucking shoot him in the stomach. Yep. And like, it's so satisfying too. You see him on the ground just like, <gasps> like taking his last breaths. They're, you know? Yeah, they're all just pieces of shit. Like the whole way this situation went down was just completely fucked. And it's like, instead of like calling the cops on the motherfucker who stabbed this girl in the head, they decided like no we're just gonna murder fucking six five innocent well people. it's they couldn't i mean i th- that's why I with the drug operation that's yeah, why i think but, everything was so like you never know like what's gonna happen it's like okay sure. they have to know what kind of club this is and the kind of people that hang out there and it's like if we catch wind of any kind of violence it's like pfft, you know so i i can kind of understand like why they're but but yeah there there seemed it seemed like there could have been better ways for them to do this or they could have just gone in there and fucking killed them and just been like hey let's find some professionals get this you know clean this up make them yeah. disappear whatever but yeah just uh, darcy and he's got like a he gets shot a couple times and he tries he's about to shoot back and pat just fucking blasts him in the head and it's just like the <laughs> right. little squirt it's like yep <laughs> but and then, of course, like, it's got to end, though, sadly, where you see the little pup, the one still, like, running back, and then he finds his trainer or whatever. The guy's dead, but he just, like, lays in his arms. It's so sad. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, yeah. the, the, you know, you it's hard to, to like, like the dog because he killed a couple people, but obviously it's, like, it's not the dog's fault. No, he was trained to do that. absolutely but, not. Yeah, so, yeah. Ugh, okay, and then uh, do you have um, just a couple other things I wrote down um, my Desert Island band, by the way, would probably be Strung Out. <laughs> they are my favorite mm-hmm. band, but I was actually trying to think. It's like, I gotta, you gotta think of like a band that has a long, like, discography. So it's yeah. like, you're not gonna only listen to three albums. And then, um, but yeah. Anyway. Maybe like. Uh, yeah, I, I love that they fucking play Nazi punks, fuck off. <laughs> it's just so cool because it's like, it's, it's a cool song too. It's like, I love it. it you know, it's fast and heavy. Yeah. And it's like, dude, these guys are fucking ballsy. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Here we go. Yeah, I talk, I wrote that down. I love uh, with uh, Darcy. The He walks by. This is a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah. After they keep, uh, and uh, let's see. Oh, the yeah, the van in the cornfield is great because, uh, like Heather said that before, it's like they wake up and the van's just kind of parked, but it's like, no, it's an aerial shot, and they're actually, like, 20 feet into a cornfield. They just went off the road. Yeah, so, like, were they drunk? Yeah, was that, like... With- I don't know, or if he just fell asleep, like, because it, it could have... I mean, it shows that they drink, but it doesn't show that they're, like, drunks. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you don't really get that much uh, before it goes... Uh, yeah, before it starts going balls to the wall. Um, yeah, I just wrote Amber and Pat talking on the couch is just like uh, it's like two zombies. Like, oh god! And uh, it's been and then a rough at the end day. Of the movie, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But she kind of actually no. I, I guess she is a little more. She has a little more energy um, when they show her at the fir- at the front. Um, all right, so. <coughs> Yeah, I think the, the the feedback used against the dogs was a cool idea. Yeah, uh, that that totally would work. By the way, it's not like, um, yeah, because because dogs they can't they can't handle that kind of oh, like yeah. high pitch like that. So, uh, yeah, so that that is Green Room. That is Green Room. Um, it's a really yeah, good movie. That's... Like you guys should honestly check it out if you haven't. Like our description of it was very like all like all over the place but it is a it's a, <laughs> it's a fucked up movie obviously but it's it's super good movie it's a really good movie and it's it's very entertaining as well mm-hmm. like a lot of it is disturbing and hard to watch but i mean the movie just like it gets going like pretty quickly like mm-hmm. even before all like the crazy violence starts i mean there's still like 
the, you know, like with just like them playing live. I mean, like it's still like and the music's like real good and everything. So and it has like uh, a definitely like a dry ish kind of sense of humor. Like it's not like ha 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 funny, but it's like. <laughs> Like that. Kind no, of and there's, <laughs> yeah, like I love that when uh, in the beginning when Tad shows up and he's just like, you, you know, you see uh, Pat open the door for him and you can only see the, him from behind and the guy's just like, you <laughs> yeah. fell asleep first, huh? And then sure enough, it shows him in the mirror with like magic marker all over his face, which of course all, oh God, I have, I've, that's been done to me so many times. That's never back been in the done day. to me. <laughs> oh God, that's see, that's the thing, dude. Guys, guys are fucking like dicks, and they're so fucking immature. No, always. I don't pass like, out geez. places. I go home. Dork. Well, that's too. No, I mean, like I, yeah, when I used to uh, be a very heavy drinker, I uh, would do that a lot. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah bad, bad time. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, what is your? Uh, so there are fucking many of them, but you got to try to give me one, maybe two. What the fuck? Moments. I mean, the box cutter scene was. That is always like a okay, and then yeah, that's a good one. I think when he he breaks Justin's arm, that one always makes me like yeah, like I always get a little like cringy about that one because they show his arm literally fucking break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so there's I'll, a lot. There's uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'll give two as well. Two easy ones: uh, the shotgun blast to the mm-hmm. head. Again, just because, like, again, if this is if there's a horror or a jump scare in this movie, that's it. Yeah, and then uh, the other one. Oh, fuck, I just had it. What the hell was it? <laughs> ah, crap, I can't remember. Oh, well. Oh, uh, the whole thing with Pat's arm. Oh, well, yeah. That's, the, with, well. Yeah, when they cut it the fuck up. And, but seriously, I mean, like, that when they show the wrist, yeah, mm-hmm. that's when you're like, okay, okay, that, that got me. It's <laughs> gross. A little queasy. It's really gross, yeah. All right, so what uh, What would you give this movie? What's your final grade? I, I give this movie a B plus. I also give it a B plus. Rock so. on, yeah. Hell I yeah, I, yeah, I really enjoy this movie a lot. This is a good one. Awesome. All right, so Heather, <laughs> holy shit, this is gonna blow your mind. We have an email. Oh. Remember what those are <laughs> from <laughs> from fans of the show. All right, so Alfred uh, Melmac, he's back. I guess Ow. he's back on Earth. Hello. All right, so he just uh, he sent in his thoughts on the movie very quickly. He wrote. Man, the first 15 minutes of this film was awkward and weird. I loved it. The opening scene of them waking up having been so wasted that they fell asleep after driving into a forest, he said, but it was a cornfield, and leaving their <laughs> van on, <laughs> which I love that when he's like, she's like, is the battery dead? He's like, the radio's still on. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, uh, love the awkwardness of the gig that was canceled where they had to play a diner a dinner rush during the lunch rush. <laughs> Could you imagine them playing the Red Apple? Red Apple's a restaurant that's kind of uh, – out by me. It's just a breakfast uh, place. They're open like yeah. 6 a.m. to like 3 p.m. Yeah, it's 3 fucking p.m. fucking delicious. It is. Yeah, yeah, like much older stuff. But yeah, that's that's totally what it would be like. Uh, I love the big security guy in the green room holding them hostage. He reminded me of a low-budget version of David Harbour. <laughs> it's pretty true. Yes. And then his last thought, he just said, "I <clears throat> when I saw it was an A24 film about how it must be for the people that have worked there for a while. Most of their content is super intense and something fucked up typically happens in their films. I mean, you can't put out something like a weekend, weekend at Bernie's or Big Lebowski to boost morale. Uplifting A24 films, eh, films such as Hereditary, Tusk, The Lighthouse, Lamb, and Midsummer." <laughs> That's all I got for now, and thank you both for your hard work and dedication to the show. Aw, thanks, Alf. Thanks for your yeah, email. That was nice. We appreciate it. Yes. Thanks, man. All right, so uh, we're going to continue our weekly breakdown of The Last of Us. So uh, season one, episode two, the episode titled Infected, aired uh, 
this week. Sunday. Uh, on Sunday. Yeah. So let's fucking talk about this one, man. You want to... Uh, you get, we get like another awesome, uh, opening sequence, which is a flashback. Remember in the first one, it was uh, in the sixties talking about the, the virus. This one shows kind of like the start of it. And this is just kind of a horrifying scene. Just kind of like that one. Uh, yeah. She's like, uh, he's like, what can we do to like, basically (laughs) what, what's like the antidote? And she's like a bomb. Bomb. (laughs) And then, and then bomb the city. Yeah. And then she's like, just take me home so I can be with my family. And she's fucking like crying because she's like, there's literally nothing. She's like, I've been studying this my entire life. And this virus is not something you can kill. It's not something you can like, you know, stop or prevent. Like, it's just going to keep spreading and we're just fucked. (laughs) And it's when she's like autopsying the body too. And she cuts it open. And then like the mouth starts like growing, like, Oh, she it's... just fucking freaks. She like drops the thing because yeah, yeah, she pulls one of the like the tendrils out of the mouth and it's like dangling kind of. And then all of a sudden one of them starts mm-hmm. kind of going towards her and she's like, what the fuck? And she well, it's yeah, kind of like in Jurassic Park when like they see the dinosaurs for the first time. Like this has been her whole life study. And now she's seeing like, like, how is this taking over a human? Like, how is this like, how is it living in a, a human body? Like just that would just be like mind blowing, like something you've literally done your entire life to see it do something that like you've never been able to prove that it can do. And it's just like, I don't know how to fucking stop this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's super terrifying. But yeah, I do like that. They started it like another like another flashback of like the beginning yeah which like, I'm this sh- is like if, the beginning yeah it feels like they're gonna do this probably in every episode like some sort of relation to the virus and when it started or whatever which is cool yeah but, i would love yeah they'll <laughs> probably show like on maybe a scene with like ellie's backstory or something or whatever yeah. but um so speaking of her like you know the, so the the opening scene's done the the cold open and i i do kind of love how they frame this scene because uh-huh. you know ellie she, clearly she looks like a little like a baby because she's sleeping in the fetal position and the camera is kind of like coming down on her and it's like a really beautiful shot she's like laying it looks like she's in the middle of like a grassy field or whatever then all of a sudden it just kind of like cuts and you just see joel and tess like fucking standing <laughs> there waiting for her to wake up like to kill her you know well this seems changed yeah but i just love that they yeah you're just like oh that's nice and then all of a sudden it's like oh there they are well, and you know she, like they're, they're like still in like... an abandoned building but the the roof caved in probably just from like water damage and oh yeah, absolutely everything that's grown around it is like weeds and grass and fungi like which also i was like oh like i wouldn't want to lay in any of that shit because it's like how do you not know what the difference is between the virus fungus and then just like regular mm-hmm. i don't even know I, it's, I think it's with confusing. her, it's just like, yeah. yeah, I think she at least knows she's like, I'm fucking, because you do, yeah, later on in the episode, we'll get to that, but like, yeah, when she gets bit, and she's just like, kind of like, fuck, she's like, man, well, I guess if it's going to happen to one of us, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, that part's crazy, because it's like, well, I see, now I've, again, I can't fucking be infected, this is the second time I've been bit, <laughs> like, do you believe me yet? <laughs> And I, I can't remember, in the first episode, did she say, like, she's never been outside or something like that? Because, like, she's very interested when she sees the mm, world now. I don't think she's ever been outside in the city. I think she's... Okay. I think that's what it was, is she hasn't seen the city since, like, all of this went down. Because, I mean, she's... How old, oh. how old is she? 14, they said, right? She's 14, And this I think. is 20 years. This has been 20 years that this shit has been going on. So, she was obviously born in this... Mm-hmm crazy fucking pandemic or whatever you want to call it and yeah yeah, so yeah she probably was secluded to like these little tiny like come i don't even know what like 
Yeah, probably just like in some, like in the well, definitely in the city the walls. Yeah, zones. actually, I yeah, think, the quarantine zones. Yeah, the QZs they call them. Yes, thank you. But she, yeah, so she, and I mean, clearly, it's not like these people knew that she's immune to this, like since birth, because she says like she got bit recently. It was like mm-hmm. two weeks ago or something. Three weeks. And yeah, three weeks ago, and you find out she was like hanging out in an abandoned mall or something. And oh, you know what? We. T- did we so Anna Torv who plays Tess? Remember we were talking about her last week, and it's like we were trying to figure out what she's from. She was in um fucking Mindhunter, which oh, is yes. what we were talking about too. Remember she's like yes. the 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 one that comes like yeah to consult with them or whatever. Yeah. Because I remember like on Mindhunter, I'm like I like her. Like I, I also too. thought she was like pretty hot. It's yeah, like, she's really pretty. But yeah, something about her. She's like she's a total fucking badass, and you see, um. So her and Joel, Joel is still, he's still apprehensive. He's like, I don't want to do this. He's like, she's going to fucking turn at any second. You know she is. But Tess is like constantly throughout this episode, I feel like she's getting really pissed off at Joel because Mm -hmm. it's like, dude, why can't you just like maybe try to like a fraction of your brain just pretend that this could be the cure? Well, she's like, stop being negative. Stop being fucking negative. And I feel like a lot of it is Joel is, he probably just doesn't want to like, well, of Let, course, there's allow, the thing with his daughter. Yeah, like allow Sarah, himself you know? to, yeah, like get connect or attached to this young girl because he had mm-hmm. to watch his daughter die. But yeah, she's like, can we just have like one good fucking day? Can you just please not <laughs> shit on my fucking day? And I mean, it's true. Like the whole that she keeps making comments are like, oh, well, maybe we got lucky today. Maybe this is a good day. Like, da, 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 you know, and yeah. I mean, it's cute when they're going through the hotel to the hotel lobby and she's like, hello, sir. Can I check in? You know what I mean? Like. It's I just, did like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like her exploring this new world she's never seen. Well, and she's just being a 14-year-old. Like, she's being cute, and she's mm-hmm. got, like, a personality. And, you know, it, it, that whole scene made me uncomfortable because I kept waiting for something to, like, pop out of the water. Yeah. So it was, like, it was it was shot very well because, yeah, I think the entire time everyone was, like, a little uncomfortable, like, thinking something was going to happen. But it was honestly just a very cute, like, pure scene of them just, like, having their day and, like, <laughs> trying to get through you this s- hotel. <laughs> You can kind of see, yeah, like Joel and Ellie, they have kind of like an aggressive relationship at this point because yeah. it's like it seems Tess is the one that she's like the buffer in between because Ellie doesn't really at this point like Joel much either just because he's being a prick to mm-hmm. her, you know, and Tess is being kind of nice. So uh, you do find out, which is crazy, the the whole thing that like when Tess tells that like the fungus grows underground and like it's almost like a butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Like you can step somewhere and it will affect like a um, what did she say? Like a tendril or whatever it's that could crazy. go a mile and wake up a pack of zombies, and um, she's like, and then they will come and they will find you. Which see, to me though seems a little. It's like, well, if you're if you're constantly walking, though, it's like I don't. They're gonna run to that spot right. that woke them up, well, you know. So it's yeah, like, it is it, crazy they when they show the aerial the aerial view of all the the. I guess there's I don't know what they're clickers. Okay, but we well yeah. We'll but when they're clickers. all sleeping and they're all like mm-hmm. <laughs> like shit, like you can tell their bodies like they don't sleep soundly and they're just like fucking creepy weird and. Well, it's it's like what we've seen in a lot of like vampire and zombie mm-hmm. movies where they're like in a herd, like more more with vampires, like you saw it like in the strain a few times and stuff where mm-hmm. they just kind of stand like in a herd and it's like you can kind of get through <laughs> if you're quiet enough. <laughs> But yeah, these things though, since they they they're based everything's based on echolocation, so these things they're hearing is insane. Because you see that like in the scene coming up when they're in the museum here, when Joel like empties the bullets out, how quiet it is, and the ones like 
and yeah. it like turns its head because it hears it. And how about the design of these things, man? Well, that is actually I saw something that like that is actually like what a live fungus looks like. Like That's they, cr- it, do, it basically looks like the head sprouted. Yeah, they they like they like modeled it off open. of like an actual real like fungus something i don't yeah i, I mean when you th- I, i've seen like mushrooms at, like in my backyard that look like that or like yeah i guess it would just be fungus but yeah i mean it's it looks really, so good and it's cool how they are li- they're doing this so well like i've heard it's very 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 much like the actual video game heather but, you gotta you have to just watch like like, like some youtube okay. videos i mean like it's insane i mean it's just still really cool to see like how they are doing the fungus and like how it looks so fucking accurate like it, it, i mean it's crazy. Like they're they're doing such a good sh- job on this show already, and I'm just really impressed by it. Uh, okay, so yeah, so then you yeah, this is where you kind of find out that they cannot see, but they the clicking is how they you know it's like almost like bats do, like the mm-hmm. clicking sound will like bounce or like the shrew that I uh, invited into the garage like <laughs> five or six weeks back. Uh, your good friend Teddy over if there. If you remember in the that, corner. yeah, it's probably dead in here. Unfortunately, oh my god, let's not go there. I'm just saying. But anyway, okay, so again, there's like this big kind of like uh, you know like actually there's oh, I think there's only two clickers, but mm-hmm. there you find out it's like these things are not easy like to kill. I mean like it is it's it's a headshot but they're not like zombies like in the walking dead they don't like shamble around these things twitch and they walk fast and you know what like the clicking noise doesn't it kind of remind you of uh, world war z at the end yeah yeah the one because it's like yeah, like yeah, a lot yeah. Of that stuff. The teeth, the chattering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Though, yeah, I forgot it was <laughs> my, my critters. It, so my critters' yeah. teeth noise. <laughs> so, so oh yeah, wow, good callback. <laughs> so they, uh, uh, yeah, you find out that Ellie, uh, like we said before, she's got like a little blood on her arm. She's like, oh shit, and like Joel, of course, you know, he he does the step back again, and Ellie's just like. Huh, well, you know, I guess if it was going to happen to one of us, because she knows it's not going to fucking do anything. <laughs> right. Like, Joel and Tess are so like, oh, fuck. Uh, but you kind of start suspecting something's mm-hmm. up with Tess because she's just, like, all of a sudden, she's very pissed off, and she's, like, walking way the fuck ahead of the other two. She's, mm-hmm. like, 20 feet ahead. Uh, she's really trying to get to this uh, this meeting point where they were supposed to meet the Fireflies, and this is where they were supposed to hand Ellie off to get... Uh, a battery and a truck and everything, and all the fireflies are dead. Was in that here. was that Joel's brother? No. Okay. Or I don't think so. No, because he didn't at least make a. I, I'm well, trying the to one remember that, if the Tom one that, is in the game later. I was gonna say the one that got uh, her, the one that like put the sprouts in her mouth. Like I thought that was his oh. brother. Oh, I didn't. You know what? I I I wouldn't think so, but maybe. The, oh, yeah. You know what? I did listen to the like. They have a companion podcast for this. Uh, they put them out like right after the episode. It's like the two creators. They talk. I don't remember hearing them mention that, so okay. I don't think it was. Okay. No, that's but they good, did though. obviously. Yeah, they focus on that obviously. So what happens is they find out that like all these fireflies are dead and Ellie's like, well, we'll kill them. And then it's kind of cool. Joel's like one of them got infected and then he infected another. And then it was basically just a battle between the infected and uninfected and they all killed each other. So yeah. it was like, that's basically it. It is fucking um, sad though. Yeah. Cause they came all this way and then they find like all their, I don't know. I'm sure they knew some of these people. So yeah, it's just like seeing them all half of them mm-hmm. turned and half of them just dead. And, and then yeah, all of a sudden you just start hearing like, obviously like something triggers and then you can just hear a bunch of them coming and that's when they realize that yeah sure enough tess has been she was bit and 
So, yeah, she's like, you guys just fucking leave. Get out of here. Like, I'll take care of this. Like, there's literally nothing that I can do. Like, I'm going to change. So you guys go save yourselves. And that scene is really cool, though, because, yeah, she lets she's trying to light this like fucking uh, a Bic lighter or a Zippo. Zippo, Yeah. yeah, And it won't light. And it's like those things always light. And of course, when you need it, it's fucking out of like fluid. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, the thing, one of them gets really close to her because it can hear the lighter, her trying to like do the lighter. But, yeah, all of a sudden, all the the weird i don't even what are the tentacles come out of its mouth and it, it just puts it into her mouth and she just finally gets it lit but then you see her face like <gasps> it's such a cool yeah. scene yeah because the way they they it's it looks very pretty i it sounds weird to it say, is they it, they shot it very beautifully yeah, it like did this. and her eyes just get bigger as like it's getting into her mouth and yeah, so she ends up, yeah, she blows the place and... Oh, we forgot to say that she did actually, she knew she was going to do this, so she started, like, tipping over the oh, conveniently yeah, the... placed yes. the gasoline cans that were everywhere. <laughs> so, But either way, we need them. Um, yeah, so she's, this thing's like, she's, like, kind of basically got, like, her last attempt and it finally lights and then she just drops it. And, yeah, the whole fucking place blows up, so... yeah. Tess is gone after two episodes. Which I knew sucks. that just from playing the game, but I yeah, know. it's um, yeah. yeah. I like so. her character. I was kind of bummed. I thought she was going to be around a little bit longer, but after seeing a lot of the um, like original commercials and trailers for the show, like you, I didn't even see her, and I don't think any of them. So it made sense. Exactly. She, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see that she's yeah. It's just Joel and Ellie for the most part. So and then isn't Nick right, Offerman yeah. supposed to be in this at some point? Oh yeah, yeah. He's actually I think he's supposed to be in this one coming up. Okay. I did not watch the um. The upcoming scene, so don't say anything besides that. But oh, I didn't yeah, either. no, I obviously uh, it's a Parks and Rec kind of night. We got Big Justin. <laughs> we got uh, I think he plays the guy Bill that she was talking about. I'm trying to remember from the game, okay? Because it's clearly in the game played by Nick Offerman. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. All right, so, yeah, another great episode. Um, yeah, stay tuned for uh, next week's episode. We'll cover uh, season one, episode three. I don't know what it's called, but uh, so. Heather, did you uh, did you watch anything this week? Anything else? Mm, I did not know, but uh, did you get around to watching the menu? Because we did not talk I about. Did. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we did not talk about that, and I had I watched that two weeks ago. I think whenever it came out on HBO Max. So, what did you think? Can all right. So I'm gonna say, and not to sound like like just like overdoing it or anything. I did fucking love this movie. I will. Go back and retroactively change my uh, top ten from twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. I will. I don't know, but I, one of them gets bumped out, and this one moves up to like two. I think, okay. in all honesty. Wow. So, uh, X is still number one, but I thought this. I had no fucking clue uh-uh. what the hell this was Mm-mm. about, except that it's like okay, something about a restaurant. Nope. Same. I all was, I fucking know. Same. I was like, wow, this was so fucking not what I was expecting, but in the best way. All right. So real quick, uh, we're not going to talk about the whole movie. We're going to spoil a couple of things, though. This movie's been out. It came out in like November, so it's been out for a while, and it's on HBO Max. So if you don't want to hear this, go to the next segment. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to talk. Yeah, like so, it's like a fucking cult, basically. This where this this place they go and Ray finds is like the leader and it's so this movie it reminded me of a lot of different things like I got saw vibes because it was kind of like these people were being punished basically for mm-hmm. being like shit bags you know um 
And it's, yeah, I just, I loved with, uh, like, the tortillas. Like, this movie was actually, like, very funny as well. Mm -hmm. Not, like, on, I mean, it was just, it was written well. And uh, the the maitre d', I forgot what her name, uh, Elsa. Like, how she she was was just such a a bitch to everyone. Like, to the the, the tech bros. Yeah. Tortilla. Yeah. It's just, like, because (laughs) there's a scene where everyone gets, like, uh, tortillas and something is like screen printed on there of like something terrible that they did so like one guy it shows him like getting a blowjob or something from a prostitute but these like there's these three tech bros who like they work for the the guy who owns this restaurant like he's like the investor and they get there's like fraudulent tax information mm-hmm. on, scan on their things so they're like what the fuck is this you know and she's like oh it's tortilla he's like no i mean like this what the fuck is on it she's like tortilla like but it's yeah i mean like it's just such a bizarre movie because it's like and then what about uh what the fuck is it uh, tr- uh tyler's bullshit <laughs> oh yeah. it's so good when they do the like between every course or like when a new course starts they tell you what it is so there's a scene with nicholas holt he's like this fucking poser dickhead like you know he like is, he yeah. thinks he's like the, this top shit like food enthusiast but he's just he's like obsessed with this dude and you kind of think that maybe he knows this is like a cultish thing because he I goes mean, and kills I think himself so. basically yeah. when the guy just tells him to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, um, oh yeah, he makes, uh, the guy tells him, he's like, oh, you're the, you're the big shot. Why don't you put together uh, any dish you want? We have everything here. So he tries to make like lamb and it's just like, he's got the whole cooking staff over his shoulder watching him. And then when it presents it, it just says Tyler's bullshit. And it like just explains how fucking bad it is. And we got to talk about Anya Taylor joy. Mm-hmm. She's awesome in this mm-hmm. movie. I love her so much. And you, you, they, it's a nice twist with that because at first you think he might be like, she might be like his mistress and then you find out that he was supposed... Or at first, it's just like, okay, that's his girlfriend. But then you find out that Nicholas Holt was supposed to be bringing someone else. So then you're like, wait, is that his wife and she is his mistress? Or is that like an ex-girlfriend and this is his new girlfriend? Because he does say, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm so terribly embarrassed about this. But you find out he's actually more telling it to the maitre d'. I'm embarrassed about this, not to his date. <laughs> so... Well- yeah, and Ray finds his he's pissed off because he's like he they I think what it was is the person he was supposed to bring with him clearly had some ter- wasn't yeah another shitbag yeah. that should have died and so because- he he just hired her she was kind of like almost a prostitute in a way I don't know if, oh she is yeah she's yeah. a sex worker <laughs> but yeah like he kept saying like what are you doing here what are you you're not supposed to be here like you know and it was like a very weird like okay this is obviously important that she is not supposed to be there. Um, but yeah, like she ends up finding out that, you know, Tyler kind of knew and she was like, you fucking piece of shit. Like you brought me here and you, you like knew this was like not a good fucking thing. And so, yeah, it just becomes even more like apparent, like Tyler's just this like fucking little piece of Weasley shit that is like, he's pretty, he's privy on what is going on, but maybe not completely a hundred percent. But yeah, like he he brought this girl with because he basically just didn't give a shit, like knowing that she was probably going to die. So it's like, whatever. Uh, And she actually is the only one who lives on the entire island because this uh, this just like this restaurant's been open. Like there's one of the like one of the couples there says they've been there 11 times. So it's like this just happens to be the worst time you could have gone because this is when they decide they were invited, though. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's just like anyone who, oh yeah. So I guess they knew they were probably, that's a good call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They knew they were going to go out. So it's like, let's bring some of these fucking awful people with Mm -hmm. us. 
So that was kind of cool, I guess, for a cult to take out some <laughs> some shit bags instead of just like children and stuff. But yeah, you you just find out that that's the whole thing they're gonna and they do this. Oh god, the like the s'mores scene at the end mm-hmm. is just so bizarre. I mean, they they like they put like chocolate helmets on these people and they like put marshmallow capes on them and they just fucking light everyone on fire. It's gross. It's, yeah, they're literally human human s'mores, and so yeah, they're all like starting to melt and shit, and it's just. It's fucked up. But yeah, I mean, I love how Anna Taylor Joy's character, Anya Taylor Joy's character gets out um, Mm -hmm. because they they tell her to go get something from somewhere or whatever like that. And she goes, she finds um, that the chef's his his rooming and she sees that he had like a burger joint that, that was like his first restaurant ever and blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, at the end of the movie, she's basically like, this food is bullshit. Like, you know, he's like, why aren't you eating anything? She's like, because it's gross. I'm hungry and I don't want this. So she's like, I want she a says she's like, you're you say that you say that food has to come from the heart. This doesn't seem like it's from the heart. Right. And so she she asks him for a cheeseburger and he is like, all, he gets all weird and nostalgic. I love and, that. He's like, I'm going to make you the best fucking cheeseburger yep. you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> it does look really good, too. But yeah, so he because, yeah, there's a scene in the movie, too, where he's either like, you're one of us or you're one of them. Like, it's your choice. And basically he realizes like no she's neither because she yeah so he lets her go and she yeah it's awesome she asked for the food to go too and he's just kind of yeah. like <laughs> and she yeah she, and, and a great thing too is that the burger's like 9.95 or something and she just gives him a 10 so it's yeah. like a shitty tip on top of that well i love when she and, just stands up and she's like claps because he does yeah, that like that's the whole awesome movie. Yeah, the whole movie, every time they're about to do another course, he just fucking claps loud as shit. And so, yeah, she stands up at one point and is just like, I want a fucking cheeseburger. Like, give me a, your best fucking cheeseburger. And, yeah, it's just cool because she, like, stands up to him and kind of, like, challenges his cooking and his ability and shows him that, like, I don't belong here. Like, this isn't for me. Like, I am not supposed to die here and I'm not one of you fucking lame-ass losers. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a really cool movie. And then uh, the last thing I just, cause we haven't mentioned it, we got to talk about John Leguizamo. Who's just, uh, he's so good in this because he's like a, it he's looks like he's like a has been actor, mm-hmm. but he still thinks he's like, like he's with his publicist or his agent who's trying to quit, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. She's like sliding her phone and stuff. She's like, I don't need this shit anymore. Da, da, da. <laughs> but like when they first see, like they, they're checking in and she says his name, and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, what do you, you gave him my real name? And she's basically like, no one fucking cares. She's like, <laughs> yeah. you're like a, you're like a has been. And then like, I love that, that when they, the movie, that shitty movie that he did that like Ray finds, he's like, I never get a any time off i finally got a day off and i sat down and he watched the movie and he fucking hated it so bad so that's yep. pretty much why he wanted to kill him <laughs> yeah. so you ruined my day basically is what he said <laughs> oh yeah his day off so uh but definitely uh, i if you haven't seen the menu it is funny it's creative it's yeah I, I i loved it again like i'm not trying to oversell it but it's it was great so <laughs> all right um heather what are we watching next week All right, so we're going to be watching Interview with a Vampire. Oh, shit, man. I haven't seen that in a long-ass time. Good pick. Same, yeah. This is definitely one I haven't seen in a very, very long time, and it's on HBO Max, so hopefully everyone can watch it with (laughs) us. You know what? The uh, real quick, it's it's hilarious because I uh, again, like I, I finally got my wife to watch uh, what we do in the shadows, and she uh-huh. loves it. She actually, yeah. she seriously, she proposed today. She's like, we should be uh, oh my Lazlo god, Naja for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's she's, amazing. Yeah, this is her proposal. I'm just like, 
Okay. But anyway, um, <laughs> okay. oh shit. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Guillermo. They're uh, familiar. Mm-hmm. Remember in the beginning, he the reason he wanted to be a vampire was because yes. of Antonio yep. Banderas' character. <laughs> yep. Which that <laughs> so is actually good. a real picture of him as a kid. <laughs> oh my God. That's awesome. And then the one that uh, Nandor makes for him, like the glitter picture of like the two of them, it's like, looks more like Queen. <laughs> oh my God. It's so uh, good. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. All right. So um, that's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with us remember to check us out wherever you get your podcast now and if you'd like to contact the show horacopia podcast at gmail.com is how you can reach us via email you can also follow and message us on instagram at hcopia underscore podcast new episodes drop every monday please remember to rate review subscribe and share uh heather any uh party words no i'm dying sorry for the (laughs) yeah perfect time yeah all right we'll see you next week bye My critter's teeth noise. (laughs) So... (laughs)